0: Bodies. Welcome back to the Introvert City, where we discuss culture, media, and faith in the perspective of a tired introvert's complex mind.
1: <laughs> he was trying to be smooth with that. A tired introvert at that.
0: I am very tired.
1: You guys, we do not record at this time normally. It's almost 9 a.m., which honestly yeah. isn't that early, but yeah. both of us...
0: Usually we record like after 5 o'clock or f- like 4 or 5 o'clock. We
1: record in the evening and we record on Monday nights so that we can release by Tuesday. Yeah. But obviously that's not the case.
0: It's Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning. We're, we're recording
1: Wednesday morning, hopefully getting it out by Wednesday evening. So we apologize for the inconsistency.
0: Yeah. Um, it's actually kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... We have a couple stories because we actually tried this episode a few times. Yeah. And it just didn't work. So the first day. It was Monday we, night. We kind of had a bit of an argument. Yeah. Just that, like, we I think we weren't really mad at each other. I think we just both were really tired. And we both looked at our schedules and were like, Oh my gosh, we're never going to see each other again. Because we're, we're, uh, both
1: of us <laughs> have really new busy schedules yeah. with stuff going on this summer, and we were upset because we were like, we're not going to have any free time, we're not going to see each other, how are we going to record the podcast? But I
0: think we were just stressing out, I, I think we're going to have time to see each other. But
1: Yeah, no, of course, and also we were just mad at other stuff outside yeah, in day. life. And we were both just irritated, not at each other, but at separate situations. So we had tried to record and it was really awkward because we did the intro and was like, honestly, I can't do this right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't that we, Honestly, it was barely even really an argument. More just that we just weren't really feeling it. If I'm going to be honest with you.
1: Which is hard sometimes. It's hard when you start a project with someone who you care about a lot in your and you have like a whole life with them outside of the project. And then the project becomes a very prominent part of your life. Like we've been really dedicated to this podcast for the past few weeks, making advertisements for it and setting up future guests. And it feels a little bit consuming sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so it's very hard when you're working on a project with someone you really care about to balance personal life and the project itself. Yeah. But I think we're back on track. We were just a little bit iffy about it on, uh, yeah. on Monday.
0: And so, but Monday, you guys might be wondering, well, why didn't you guys just record it on Tuesday? Well, Well, we did. (laughs) (laughs) We actually came and recorded an entire episode (laughs) yesterday. Um,
1: Yesterday morning, so Tuesday morning, and we were like, yeah, we'll have it out by normal time. We usually release Tuesday evenings. Yeah. uh, (laughs) So let me explain. I'm not,
0: I am not upset at Karina. No one should be. No, it's it's Okay. So basically. It's It's an honest mistake. It's an honest mistake.
1: So I, <laughs> Seth and I are currently renting a studio space. We're not renting And by a renting, studio. I mean borrowing. <laughs> so my college campus has a really high-tech studio um, that we use for recording the podcast. And we're able to use it for free since I'm a student. And it's amazing because um, we don't have to buy equipment as of right now. Of course, in the future, we want to pursue our own equipment.
0: And we appreciate it.
1: Yes, we really do appreciate it. <laughs> and um <laughs> in the studio there simultaneously while people are allowed to come in and record their own projects there is a live radio playing um and so when i control the the tech stuff i'm supposed to turn off the live radio on our mics yeah. and i like didn't So (laughs) the live radio recorded over our episode.
0: For 30 minutes, it was just the radio. So we
1: went to edit it. This was the first time that we edited it. We went to edit it together because normally Mm. one of us will edit it. And we were like, let's do it together this time. And we did it and we were all excited. And I opened the file and just straight music starts playing. And I'm like, this is not happening.
0: But it was funny because, because you played it and immediately, you know that face when you're like, oh my gosh. I'm like you laugh as if something like really bad happened, it's like an but it's a nervous laugh. like awful laugh. You're like that couldn't really have happened. And then I was like, "Do you remember? Did you did you double check before you started?" And then and then she went to the end, and and we were both like, "No way, we lost that entire episode." And it was a good episode. Too. I really enjoyed that episode. It was, too. Like, it was one of my favorites. We
1: finished recording, and we were like, "Honestly, this might be like one of our top episodes." Like we felt really good about the way we spoke about the subject we spoke about and i messed it up and that's okay because we're back doing it again we're back
0: at it again we're back at it again we don't feel like awful people we're validated through jesus christ thank the lord praise speaking
1: god speaking of <laughs> hey that was a good transition so thinking so about pretty, guys you, you guys can't
0: even No, i'm so actually
1: in my pajamas right she's, now because she's gorgeous. she looks so pretty no you look so pretty
0: <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, talking about validation today, we wanted to focus on why our generation in particular struggles with the constant, like, cyclical mindset of feeling like we open a video or a post or a TikTok or whatever, and maybe the post is controversial. Maybe it's a post that causes you to think um, and reflect. And if it's something that triggers something in your brain to like think or have a strong opinion, the first thing I will do immediately, especially if it's a video, if it's like not even 10 seconds in the video, first thing I do is open the comments No, yeah. first thing. And if all of the comments are in agreement with me, I feel so good about myself Mm -hmm. and I feel like I chose correctly and I'm smart and I'm like rolling with the crowd and it feels really good. And if I open the comments and they're, Mixed opinions or majority are disagreeing with what I originally had to say. I feel like, oh, maybe I should have. Maybe I'm stupid for thinking the way I thought. Do you ever feel that?
0: Um, I do sometimes feel that way. I do, and even you can even see people in the comments when they have the big, the top comment is like, "I ran immediately to the comments." Yeah, I came immediately to the comments. I'm here for the comments. Um, and yeah, I think sometimes that, um. For me, if I disagree with a post, I do tend to reply that I disagree. That's
1: the difference between us. So, yeah. I never do that.
0: No, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm okay with – I don't do it every time, but it's like I'm okay with doing it if it's, like, something that I think is very important mm-hmm. or something that I can't just sit down and watch. But if it's, like, a thing where, where where I see a post and it's like, oh, do you like pineapple on pizza? I'm like, no, I don't. And everyone's like, Yes. <laughs> in the comments <laughs> I don't, what's the point <laughs> who <Yeah>. cares <laughs> who cares about that it's um,
1: interesting mm-hmm. but like do you ever open what i was asking is like do you open a post video especially and it's like you can't even finish the video because you oh, just yeah. want to run to the comments mm-hmm. and see what everyone has to say even before the video is over
0: No, oh, yeah and, and and i think that speaks to the idea that we want everyone else we want to be right you know yeah humans don't want to be seen wrong they don't want to be seen with their hand in the cookie jar right Mm -hmm. and so with comments you know or or even immediately going to like you know check rotten tomatoes after you see a movie yeah i do that uh, going to you know wherever or watching um any music fans going to like anthony fantana or one of the music reviewers to check an album to see what your opinion will be (laughs) <laughs> it's almost like no
1: it's almost like I've gotten to a point where I will not watch a movie until I've read the reviews until I know what to expect and mm-hmm. before I know if like I will have the right opinion
0: oh yeah you know and there are movies that like have gotten bad scores that I've really liked and I felt like ashamed of liking them almost yeah I've been like dang that, that movie has a bad score mm-hmm. am I stupid like I've felt no, I've yeah, that before you question I'm like,
1: everything and mm. I don't I wonder why it's something that we specifically, like our age group, really, really struggles with. Mm -hmm. Because I'll show those same posts and videos to like my mom or my dad and they'll just say what they think about it. If they think it's stupid, they'll think it's stupid. Mm -hmm. And if they think it's funny, they'll say it's funny. Like it doesn't matter. They don't read the comments unless it's comments on their specific post. Mm -hmm. And I just, it's a generational difference that makes me think.
0: Mm -hmm. That is interesting. And and I think that it can be sad too, because I think that oftentimes there is a lot of people that do have really strong opinions, mm-hmm. or want to express those opinions, but feel they can't because either as soon as they do, they'll get backlash, and they know that, yeah. or they just don't feel like they're important enough to really give that opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like if uh, if you are watching a theo like like a theological debate or something, and you feel like you disagree with something that they said, you don't want to say anything because you feel oh, what am I going to say against all these theologians yeah, I'm not in the comments? Qualified. What am I going to say, say against all these people in the comments who talk about this, this, and that? When in reality, all they probably posted was like a definition off Google, you know? <laughs> Looked up a, what is the Trinity? What is Calvinism? What is predestination? And then put that in the comment section.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting how we've given certain people authority, whether or not they're, like, based upon whether or not they're b- validated by other people. So, for example, a lot of people feel very entitled to just go on TikTok or Instagram or even YouTube shorts and make like a quick 30 second video of them talking about this fact. And they're like spitting information. They're spitting, quote, facts. And if everyone in the comments agrees and is like, yes, this is such a good point. This is why we have problems in society. That person is immediately looked at as like a source.
0: Mm, No, yeah.
1: Like oh, I can prove my point because this person is spitting facts. Mm -hmm. But if that person was receiving comments that were, you know, negative and really just not approving of whatever they're saying, then that person's not a source and they're just stupid.
0: Even if they're right. No, yeah. Even if they're right.
1: And also, opposingly, even if someone is wrong and everyone is supporting that person, then automatically they're a source. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't make any
0: sense. Yeah. And then when people come out and find, oh, they're... All these things that they're looking up are either just easy facts on Google, or they don't use their sources, or their sources are unreliable. Yeah, then people are surprised, but it's like you didn't look at them in the first place. Mm-hmm. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't want to know that this person was wrong until there was another TikTok video about this person being wrong.
1: Right. You know I mean? It's a cycle, <laughs> and it's really. It's like we've built this own tiny little world for ourselves that is just. It's, it's like submitting to the algorithms and to the techniques that no, one, no other generation can understand because mm-hmm. we're so sucked into it. Another thing that it really does, like the constant scrolling addiction that we all have, a negative effect that that really has is desensitizing us to so much. Mm-hmm. So much. Because the way that the For You page works or the algorithm works is that TikTok is constantly trying to spit different videos at you in order to find your niche and to find what you like. And so you might be watching a video of like a stand-up comedian or something funny and then you scroll and the next thing is like a really sad video of visiting visiting my husband's grave, you know? And it's like... Visiting my husband's grave. And it's really sad. And then you scroll again and it's like a cute video of like an animal. And then you scroll again and it's something... The
0: true crime Also re- uh, Yeah, a true,
1: true crime. So you're getting talks- like... Within the span, honestly, think about this. Within the span of 30 seconds, your brain has just been exposed to five different types of categories that are going to pull and tug at your emotions. Mm-hmm. And when all five of those are going at once, you're just desensitized to it all because your brain is trying to keep up with what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. And it's horrible. It's cost us our patience because our generation doesn't have any type of patience. Mm-hmm. We go on social media when we watch. We can't even sit through a movie without opening social media.
0: We can't even go through social media without going through 200 parts of a movie on TikTok. (laughs) Part one. Just watch the the movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yep.
1: It's cost us our patience. It's cost us our ability to empathize and to feel real emotions. And it's cost us our ability to feel validated on our own and feel validated through our Savior and through God. And rather, we're turning to these strangers that we don't even know to validate our feelings.
0: Mm -hmm. And I think that when we look for validation, we want to look through validation instead of through the world and through worldly people and worldly things. We want to be validated through Christ. Right. And we try to look for that too as Christians, but we're already validated through Christ. Mm -hmm. Like Paul says, when he's talking to the church in Galatians and um, I don't know if even in Philippians, he might talk about this. He talks about it in Romans as well. But, When it gets talked about the circumcision, I know I've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, of course, we all look at it as something physically being cut off, you know, whether that be, you know, or your finger or your ear or whatever. Um, But we, as it put, is already circumcised in Christ with faith because we already have that something taken out of us. Our sin has already been forgiven. We just need to understand that. It's not about... You know, like if I get this many amount of likes, I'll be validated. If I do this, I'll be validated. Oh, if I if I um if I post my TikToks about my uh my um my missions trip, I'll be validated through Christ. No, it's just living for Christ. That's all you need to do. It's not about the the extra stuff. It's not about the fame and the fortune. You know, it's about understanding that yeah, I am flawed. I can be wrong sometimes, mm-hmm. but I love God. Understanding that he didn't come for those who were righteous, he came for those who knew that they were sinners. Mm-hmm. It says it in Mark chapter two verse seventeen. It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but I have come to call the sinners. Mm-hmm. Now we look in that verse. How how I, how I I see it is that you can think of the doctor as being Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, and those who think that they're okay, you know. They're not gonna go. um, They're not gonna go to the doctor because they don't think they need that. You know, right? They might never check their health records at all. They'll never decide it because you know what? They never want to go see the doctor, so they never decide to because they think, oh, I'll just get over it. I'll figure out a way to do it my way. But then the sick who are saying, hey, I feel really awful. I'm sick and I need help. I'm gonna give up a bit of my pride and I want and I want help. Mm -hmm. That's what we don't want to do. And I think validation also comes from a sense of pride because we view validation as something that makes us feel good about ourselves. It makes us feel right. Even if we're wrong, we still want validation. But validation is not about always being right. Validation is about understanding you are wrong, but understanding that that doesn't hold you as a person. It doesn't make you the person you are.
1: That's so good because I was thinking about why we turn to social media for validation and random strangers for validation and why it's something that our generation really struggles with Mm -hmm. and i was thinking about it and i was like wait but we do it in real life too we just don't notice it as much Mm -hmm. i think about this is something that i've really been trying to work on lately because i realized how bad it is if something really intense happens in my life you know let's say i'm in public somewhere and these two girls start fighting in front of me this isn't a wrap but just an example And it gets really intense. They're physically fighting and verbally fighting. (laughs) Okay, don't punch the mic. It's not our mic.
0: Sorry, I'm sorry.
1: And um, I go home and I'm like, mom, these two girls were fighting and it it escalated to this and that. And if she has no reaction, I'm going to feel like, oh, well, I just overreacted and maybe it wasn't that big of a deal. But if she reacts the same way that I reacted... Then I'm going to feel so good. and I'm going to be mm-hmm. like, yes, I interpreted it the right way. And it really was intense. And we use that as an excuse to gossip a lot, too. I realize that sometimes I really struggle with gossiping because I want the people I gossip to to react in the same way that I reacted initially. So if it's like, oh, this person did this and I tell my best friend and she's like, oh, my gosh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, right. And then I feel good about it. I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, so I'm not crazy for feeling this way. And then if she doesn't care, then I feel guilty immediately. And I'm like, well, I just gossiped for nothing. You know? Mm -hmm. So that's something. It's like we do it on social media. We do it in real life. Um, Yeah. I'm thinking of a specific example that scarred me for life when I was like 12 or 13. So uh, I was trying to show my friend. this was before (laughs) TikTok or anything, the funniest video I've ever seen. And it was on YouTube. And the th- and of course, since it's not on TikTok, it's like, a f- it's a regular video. It's like five minutes long. And I'm showing her and I'm like waiting for her to pee herself like I did. <laughs> and we get to like four minutes, 30 seconds. And she's like, so where's the funny part? And I want to fall over and die because that's like so invalidating. She was like, where's the funny part? And I was just like, oh, well, I guess you don't think it's funny. And now I just feel stupid. <laughs> I know what the video is. Yeah, we're not going to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) At the time, I thought it was the best thing on earth, and I watched it every time I was sad. Um, So, yeah.
0: That's okay. That's okay.
1: Do you have an example of, like, a time Um,
0: that you weren't validated? Well, for me, um, I like to write. And I know we've talked about writing, so I'll keep it short. I like to write music. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but I write songs, and usually I show them to my mom. Mm-hmm. And there's just times where, like, she'll be like, "I really don't like that," <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'll be like, "This is, this is amazing. This is incredible." And she'll be like, "It's really not." <laughs> or, she doesn't or say she, that. She won't say that. But she'll be like, "Oh, I think this is kind of weird. I don't like it." Like that's this is weird. I don't like it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry mom. <laughs> but she'll be like, I don't like it. I don't I, I don't I don't like this. I think you should change it up. And she's being honest, and sometimes yeah, she's right. <laughs> sometimes my lyrics are trash. But for, <laughs> like there's a couple times where I've written a really good song that I think is really good and my I- sorry. written. Thank you. There's been a couple times where I've written a, a song that I really love and I think is really good mm-hmm. and is worth recording and I'll show my mom and she'll be like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. And I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. (laughs) And so (laughs) that's, that's one way I think I sometimes feel invalidated Mm -hmm. uh, through, through my song sometimes, even if she's right, you know, for the most part.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. But Yeah. Yeah, so obviously both of us struggle with this, and this is a human problem that every human struggles with, and especially the people in our generation, our age group. And sometimes it feels unfixable, Mm -hmm. honestly. And it feels like we're doomed, and future generations are doomed, and we're all just going to need to validate everyone else, and it's going to be like this crazy world where no one knows how to feel. We only know how to feel based on what other people feel. And I'm Mm -hmm. just like, how are we supposed to fix this and look at this as Christians, you know?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And I think the problem is that everyone, everybody wants to be the person who fixes it. Yeah. They want to be the person who's right. But yep. in reality, understanding you're wrong is not, is not the whole point of, of being a Christian and, and living for God. Because we are validated and loved and, and accepted by Christ on the cross yeah. through his redemption. We are validated through Christ already and God has already forgiven us and God already loves us. We just need to choose to, you know, be forgiven truly. We need to choose that life for ourselves and choose to be validated by something that isn't worldly of this world. Because mm-hmm. ultimately there's going to be decisions that, as Christians, we have to go through that not everyone will like. and Maybe we won't even like. But we have to because it's part of the faith. It's part of being a Christian. Um, and there are some times where we might even get, you know, put down and, and feel like we can't come back up. But that's where joy has to come in,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I think that we look at joy a lot and say, "Oh, well, like, like well, what do you, what do you, th- when you hear the word joy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what do you think of?"
1: It's honestly, it can get controversial between believers and non-believers. So, one of my favorite pastimes and hobbies to do is to watch people of opposing beliefs kind of bash each other, and to me, for me to like watch them and be like girl, you're wrong. Girl, why did you make that point? No, stop it. Like I'm in my head. I'm like critiquing them sometimes a little harsh. But the other day I was watching this therapist talk about why in Christianity it is very toxic for Christians to say, just have joy, just have joy, which first of all, none of the Christians in my life are saying just have joy. So let's just start off with that. But she was saying that you know, oh, you're allowed to feel your feelings and for anyone to come up to you and tell you to be joyful is really toxic and dangerous. And this is why Christianity is toxic and dangerous. And it was just making me really upset because that's not what it means when the Bible commands us to be joyful, you know? It's not a thing where we have to forget how we feel
0: mm-hmm.
1: and just completely, like, feel happy all of a sudden. That That is in itself toxic. And I don't, the influential Christians in my life and the mentors in my life don't say that to me. You know, I am someone who struggles with depression really badly, especially in certain seasons. And they always tell me to like, let myself feel. One person, especially who helps me with this is my dad. He tells me like, he'll give me alone time and he'll come talk to me and he'll be like, I understand how you feel and you need to let yourself feel it but you can't dwell in it. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a big difference between, you know, not dwelling in it versus just completely forgetting how you feel and like trying to force yourself to be happy. That doesn't work. God gave us emotions for a purpose. God feels all of the emotions that we feel. He feels sadness and anger right alongside us. So why would he command us to not feel those things? You know, Mm -hmm. that's not how it works. We can feel them. But as we walk through the trenches – and as we're feeling all the feelings, we can still have hope and joy in the fact that we know that God has already won. We know the ending. We know that everything works together for our good and for God's glory. Like we know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we okay. can rest in that in That's the good. midst of feeling all the negative feelings. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at joy.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. And part of joy is per- like perseverance, you know? Like it says in Romans chapter 5. Um, through whom we have gained access by faith into the grace in which we now stand, and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character and hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that when we talk about joy and joy in God and joy in the Lord, a lot of times people just assume the word means happy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't think that's what it's about. Right. I think choosing joy is not necessarily choosing to always smile even when things are hard. You know, like um, if you got to take the bus, right, um, you might be a little late, right? Things come up, things happen, and the bus ends up leaving without you. Now you show up there, you know, you're coming home, coming home from work. You just want to get on the bus and get home, but you're a little late and the bus leaves without you. What do you do? You stay there and cry? Or you walk home in the rain anyway. Choosing joy is about missing the bus and choosing to walk home. Choosing to walk home because you know if you just stay there, it's just going to be way longer until you meet your hope and you find your actual joy and comfort at home.
1: That's so good.
0: That's what I think.
1: Mm -hmm. That's a great analogy. I like thinking about it. So yeah, that's just a little snippet of some of our thoughts on validation issues and yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you have any final
0: thoughts? Uh, Just do choose joy. Remember remember that choosing joy isn't just about being happy, but remember that like, you know, my beautiful co-host Karina was, was saying that joy, it's not about just being happy and saying, oh, I should get over my feelings. Feel that a little bit, but understand that you can't always stay there. You can't always stay there forever. He's so smart. That, that was literally your words.
1: Guys, he's so smart.
0: So smart. You're so smart, too. Guys, she's so pretty. You don't even We're know. We're ending now. You you guys don't even know. She's so pretty. Well, you guys do know now. She. We have pictures hey, on, on thank our... Thank you for <laughs> like, listening to this week's episode. <laughs> Uh,
1: If you guys want to further the conversation, you can reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook at the underscore introvert underscore city. Send us a DM. We'd love to hear from you.
0: Yeah, we'd love to. This is a good topic. I think I think topics like this are good, especially for this generation.
1: Important. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Oh, so what?
0: No, I was going to say. So I guess we're done. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> we'll be back next
0: week, you guys. We'll be back next week. We'll be back next, hey, week. week. we'll be back next 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 week. We'll be, we'll be back next week.